Hey y'all, good morning. Joel Pilka with the On My Way Crush Life podcast. On my way to work on a Ash Wednesday. For those Catholics out there who celebrate that where we get ashes on our forehead today, if you so choose, they'll say to remind us from dust. You know, we... We came from dust, and to dust we shall return, which I always think is such a interesting line. Always scared me as a kid, <laughs> really, to think about your mortality like that. And then, you know, you walk around the day with ashes on your head, and a lot of times you forget until you look in the mirror. But it's interesting these days because it's a flat-out symbol right on smack dab on your forehead of the religion that you practice. And these days, I feel that people... Um, Maybe they cared before. Maybe they didn't like it before. If there were people that didn't like it, but maybe they didn't say anything. At least to me, I don't know. But I feel people are more outspoken with what they do not like. And they will say it to your face. Now, again, I've never had anybody do that to me, but I'm pretty sure somebody has. And then you walk around your company. So I work at a hospital and uh, we have pastors there that today will um, do the ashes, give out the ashes, administer the ashes, whatever you want to call it. And, um, and then, yeah, you walk around all day and people will see that. And so then it's interesting because I know from my point of view, I'll see people around the office that have ashes and I'll be like, Oh, I didn't know they were Catholic or, you know, whatever. And, um, which is kind of cool sometimes. Cause you're like, Hey, we have this thing in common. You know, we both grew up a certain way or we both believe a certain thing or we both see the value in being tied to this religion which I think is cool you know growing up I went to Catholic school for eight eight years and first through eighth grade and so did my wife all the way through high school and it was something different to me then obviously I was immature (laughs) I'm still immature but obviously I I could only comprehend it to a certain degree and Now it's become something different for me. It's become, yes, I have a spirituality that goes deep. And I mean, like, to God, yes, true, but also to, like, the world. You know, it's kind of deep for Monday morning or Wednesday morning. But just the universe in general just blows my mind. (laughs) Literally blows my mind. And um, I find it fascinating. But you know what I found out about religion is that, for me, is that so when we go to church, I don't see it as so much as... You know, Jesus and dying for our sins and all that. I do believe in, in to extent to some things. Again, it's my grasp on my own spirituality that I have a hold on. And so I'm confident in that. And um, so whatever that is, I almost can't even explain it, which is fine. But it's about people coming together. Church for me now, I stepped back and took a look at it for myself. is about looks like people coming together. In the hopes of trying to be good people, just trying to live a good life where they don't harm anybody and they don't wreck their bodies and they don't, you know, take the extreme too far. The theory is that you would be a good person, that you would treat people with respect and that you would have a good life. And so I think if you follow these rules or these commandments or these laws and these moral guidelines that religion puts out in a good way with all good intentions you can live a good life it's almost like Ben Franklin's 
you know, 13 virtues. He has, he has a, Ben Franklin had these 13 virtues that if he lived up to every day, he would say he had a good day and turning had a good life. I'm trying to create something like that for myself. You know, my buddy Mark Waz was kind of helping me through that and saying like, what do you find, you know, consistent? If you've heard me talk about consistency, what I'm trying to work through is like, what does consistency look like to you? And what does it mean? And then if whatever that looks like, if you do those things, like 10 things every day, you would be happier because you would be living within this little set of, you know, moral values or rules that you set up for your life that you think will help you be a good person and live a good life and be happier. So I kind of impress that upon religion and saying it, religion already started it, but in my own head is that if you can live under these, these rules and take that as you wish. Yeah. Some people try to live, you know, directly from the Bible. And I think that's a little too literal actually. Um, but I think, and I feel that if you live within these set of, you know, moral guidelines for yourself, you will be happier. And like I say, there's a group of people that come Saturdays and Sundays and they meet at whatever church they go to. It doesn't matter what religion you are, but you're there to say, to take a time out and pause and reflect on your life and then say, you know, how can I be better? It is kind of cool. It's almost like a study hall. And I wish it was more where you bring a notebook and you do your, you have church and you get in that mode. You get in a little bit happier of a mode. You're a little kinder. You soften up a little bit. You know, you shake hands with the people. And when you leave there, you feel like you're in a good mood and it's time to go to brunch. <laughs> Let's go eat. But you should bring a notebook and have an extra hour to plan. That should be like a planning day. We should sit down then and plan your week. And it should be part of church. I'm kind of making this up as I go here, but it's making sense to me. Last night I sat up for a few hours planning and I have like this little system with uh, note cards that I kind of invented which is really cool. I love note cards. And I like the ones that have lines on one side and no lines on the other side. Because you, because you know, right? It's kind of like your brain. It's like one side's structured and the other side's kind of free form, which is awesome. And then I have note cards everywhere. But then you can sit down and you can categorize them. So you can be like, these are ideas. These are song lyrics. These, this is my to-do list. These are, you know, passwords or whatever I wrote down on something. Um, these are like phone numbers, whatever it is. And then you can just categorize it and, then you can file it from there, which I'm not very good at being organized. So last night when I sat down to do that, it just kind of happened. And I thought, wow, maybe here's my system. Maybe I don't have to try to download some program that somebody's selling on email or online so that I could try to be organized. Maybe I just do what comes naturally to me. And you might say, duh, yeah, well, it doesn't come naturally to me. That's the problem. <laughs> this just did. And so I like no cards and I keep them wherever I go. And uh, they really do work. And it's kind of, you know, if you're ever out and about, boom, you got a cod. So that's kind of my Wednesday reflection to myself is I think maybe I will try to start. I, I like the idea of using um, Sunday as this planning day, uh, as this maybe go to church. And you're already reflecting on your week and yourself. And if you don't use church use whatever you, you know you have. I think there's always a time that we need to sit down and think about how the week went and how our life is going and um, try to get back on track or, or try to increase that. And so today I'll be reminded of that and see if I can't make that move forward. But the one thing about Ash Wednesday is it starts off Lent. And for people who maybe not don't even practice, 
Lent is fun because you get to give something up, which I always, you know, over the years, giving something up, but then also adding something I think was fun. Like that was kind of the reverse. It's like taking something negative and then also adding something positive. I haven't thought about the positive part yet, but what I'm going to do for the next 40, whatever days it is, 45 days or something like that during Lent and accumulates on, uh, culminates or whatever on, on Easter is no bread because I've been putting on some poundage and no eating after eight o'clock, which will be difficult because a lot of times I don't get home till six and I like to eat around eight. Um, but I'm not going to eat after eight o'clock. And you know, I, whenever I do things like this, uh, Lent, I think one of the first times I ever stopped drinking was over Lent. And, um, I was proud that this gave me the motivation that I respected myself and that I respected, you know, my spirituality enough to, to hold on to that and to do it, to commit to it and not falter. So I'm excited because I know I'll knock this out and I, hopefully I'll lose like 10 pounds. That would be shocking if I lost it from just not eating bread. I do believe that bread will shed a lot of weight if you give it up. You know, we've all probably tried it and we know that. But, um, man, at night when you're looking for a snack and it's 10 o'clock, what do you go to? I go for the peanut butter and sometimes throw bread on it. And so that's going to suck that that won't be my late night snack. But, geez, that's probably what's putting pounds on the bread and all the sugar late at night. So we'll see how it goes. If you're out there walking around with ashes on your head today, don't be scared. Just wear it proudly. It's only one day. Don't be ashamed of any of that. And if the reverse, if you see somebody with ashes on their head, be you don't have to say anything to them if you don't want to. I don't know what you would say. Hey, Ash Wednesday, huh? Cool. <laughs> Big gulps, huh? All right. But be proud of them. You know, be supportive of them to, because they could be self-conscious of that. Just because people are people are difficult sometimes, especially around, you know, religion and politics and all those sensitive topics. So if somebody's out there wearing it, just, you know, kind of give them a nod because that's that's strength. And they may not be as confident as you think with that on their head. They actually may be worried people are judging them. But, you know, that's the challenges we all have. Just give them... Give them a nod. Let them know, you know, I see what you're doing and, you know, you do you type of thing, right? Do what you got to do. And I hope you guys have a great day. We're going to next 45 days lock down this no bread thing. I didn't even think that through, but <laughs> really, but I wanted something that would make an impact on my life. And I'm pretty sure that will, especially no eating after 8 p.m. Turn into a gremlin. <laughs> I hope you all have a good day. You know what we're going to do. We're going to crush life. And I'm thinking... My new slogan moving forward is going to be, um, be good people. Really. I wasn't sure when I was going to flip that, but I have it up on my LinkedIn. And it's really what I always want to tell people. You know, when, my, when Jenny and Payne are walking out the door and I say, be good people. Or just telling people, like, be good people. I think we all need to be reminded just to be kind, you know, all the time. So just saying, be good people. And I'll leave you with that. Be good people.